Hi, welcome everyone. Buenas tardes. Good afternoon. Uh, this is Sara of Spawn Wellness Mexicaribe, and today I'm joined by Ashley Garcia of Circadia for an interesting webinar uh, on chemical peels versus enzymes. So, Ashley, welcome. How are you today? I'm doing well, thank you. I'm so happy to be uh, joining you guys today and sharing this topic, which I am in love with enzymes and chemical peels. So, I'm really excited to be sharing this information with you guys today. Perfect. Okay, so we have a webinar today in English, but Ashley is also a fellow, fellow Spanish speaker. So for those who are, who are listening who are Spanish speakers, she might add in a little un poco español para todos ustedes. Okay, Ashley, I'm going to hand over to you and uh, let you continue the webinar. Thank you. So again, my name is Ashley. I am uh, an ambassador. I'm a diamond educator with Circadia. I'm super excited to be here with you guys today uh, discussing topics of enzymes versus chemical peels, um, which we will get started. And so just uh, for some of those who might be familiar to Circadia, um, so our products are actually formulated to work with our body's natural circadian rhythms. So during the day, our body is in a state of protection versus at night, our body is in a state of repair. And so all of our formulations formulations are um, formulated with that in mind and so how we can really get the best out of our products um, in conjunction with that. Um, so buenos días uh, or buenas tardes. Uh, mi nombre es Ashley. Estoy muy emocionada de estar aquí con ustedes um, este día um, hablando sobre uh, enzimas y uh, exfoliación química. Um, nuestro, uh, nuestra compañía se llama Circadia y estos productos están formulados para trabajar con los um, ritmos circadios de, de, nuestros, uh, de nuestro cuerpo uh, y estoy muy emocionada de, de um, hablar sobre este, este tema con ustedes y así es que vamos a empezar. So I am going to go ahead and share my screen with you guys. So um, our topic again today is going to be um, on enzymes versus chemical peels. So um, both of these uh, ingredients or both of these um, products are things that we use that are going to help to remove um, surface protein and uh, to help to exfoliate the skin. And so today we're going to really be uh, discussing the difference of how an enzyme uh, works versus a chemical peel. And so when we talk about an enzyme, uh, what an enzyme really is, is it's going to be a digestive protein. Um, and so this uh, digestive protein is going to help to eat uh, away at that dead skin that's sitting on the surface, so on the epidermis, the uppermost layer of the skin. Um, but when we're talking about uh, what uh, protein and enzyme specifically digest is we're talking about the desmosomes, which I have a graphic here in the coming slides to really kind of put that um, into a picture for you guys. So, um, con, uh, cuando estamos usando una exfoliación, uh, las enzimas que estamos usando sabemos que ayudan a, a remover esa piel seca en, en, la, en, el, uh, en the uppermost layer of the skin. <laughs> Um, and then an acid, the difference between the acid is uh, that this is going to be any um, 
substance that can donate a hydrogen ion, that H plus ion. Um, and so what an acid is going to do is it's actually going to help to remove that surface protein as well, but it's going to go a little bit further uh, into the skin. And what we're doing with an acid um, is that we're actually going to trigger an acute injury response or an acute inflammation um, injury to the skin. And what that's going to do is that that is going to trigger our body to start that healing process. And so we're going to see how, um, you know, that is going to increase that cell turnover and also increase uh, fibroblast activity. So that ends or the acid is actually going to um, penetrate deeper. So it's going to start at the surface of the skin and then work its way down further into the skin. So uh, putting that into a visual here, so we see um, the epidermis here and we see these cornified cells. So what the enzyme is actually uh, working at digesting is going to be these desmosomes um, that are holding the cells together. So it's really going to help to eat away um, at that glue that's holding those uh, skin cells together to get that nice surface level exfoliation, uh, leaving the skin brighter, leaving it exfoliated, and then allowing for better product penetration. But um, as I mentioned with our um, acids, they are going to uh, sit on the surface of the skin and they're gonna have different uh, ways of actually penetrating the skin, which we'll talk about later in the presentation as far as um, how that acid is being transported and actually reaching further uh, layers of the skin. So going into our enzymes, uh, what are some of the benefits that we have with our enzymes? So an enzyme is going to differentiate from your chemical peels in the sense that your enzymes do not create trauma in the skin, right? Um, an enzyme is actually going to, we'll talk about specifically with circadia, the different types of enzymes that we have, um, but your enzyme is not going to create any trauma um, it's going to be a little bit more gentle on the skin um, and how we can use our enzymes in the treatment rooms. Um, we like to say that a cold enzyme is a dead, dead enzyme. So definitely when you are working with your enzymes, you do want to make sure that that enzyme is staying uh, moist and that it's staying warm. So incorporating things like hot towels or also using steam over top of these enzymes um, is really beneficial to really make sure that they are working um, and digesting that surface protein. Um, some of our enzymes can also even help to reduce um, irritation um, very gentle, you know, you have different enzymes that can be gentle. And then also too, you have some um, enzymes that definitely will have some more activity as well. Um, your enzymes are also really great uh, to work on uh, pretty much all skin types, um, because we know that uh, with our chemical peels, um, we do have some limitations as far as who we can treat with these. Um, and so Again, universal for all skin types and conditions. And again, you'll see a difference in the skin where it's just visibly brighter. Um, and again, it's gonna help with um, product penetration. So some common enzymes that are found um, in skincare, and I'm sorry that this uh, slide did not update, um, but so some typical enzymes uh, 
that are found in skincare are going to be your bromelain, uh, papain, and trypsin. So uh, your bromelain is actually going to be a derivative of pineapple, and uh, papain is going to be a derivative of uh, papaya, and then trypsin is going to be something that is typically found in the digest digestive tracts of humans and animals. But with circadia's enzymes, we are actually using um, a, a synthetic form of trypsin. And the benefit of, so what is the benefit of us actually using uh, trypsin within the enzymes is that trypsin is going to give you that nice 360 exfoliation. Uh, with bromelain and trypsin, you are getting a nice exfoliation, but what they're really uh, working on digesting is those uh, sidewalls of the desmosomes. But really with the uh, trypsin, we're able to get that full circle um, exfoliation, the sides, and then as well um, underneath. So it's really able to uh, digest and break away um, those desmosomes to really give a nice exfoliation. And then of course, uh, with circadia, so we do have three different, we like to refer to them as flavors of enzymes. Um, the first one is going to be our cocoa enzyme. Uh, this is a beautiful um, exfoliator. It smells amazing. Uh, the key benefit that we have with our uh, cocoa enzyme is that it is going to be a really great anti-inflammatory. Um, one of our key ingredients uh, in the cocoa enzyme is actually going to be raw Hershey's cocoa. Um, so when you do uh, put this enzyme on the skin, um, not only are you getting a beautiful exfoliation, you're getting anti-inflammatory benefits, helping to get rid of some of that uh, keratin buildup buildup that we have on the skin, but you also have this delicious um, aroma of chocolate, uh, which a lot of clients will say um, that it smells amazing and does it taste the same? We highly do not recommend for you to try this enzyme. It is just for the skin. It does smell amazing. Um, so you're getting a nice exfoliation. Um, and again, this is going to be great for all skin types. You can even use this. This is so gentle um, that you're able to use this even on those rosacea clients, as well as your inflamed acne clients, which we um, will discuss later on that those are uh, two contraindications for um, using acids or chemical peels on those specific clients. <clears throat> our second uh, enzyme is going to be our raspberry enzyme. Um, this is going to be another great enzyme that we have. Um, all of our enzymes and how they are presented to you here on the slide is in order of least active to most active. So our raspberry enzyme, this is going to be a step up from your cocoa enzyme. Uh, the key ingredient here, because all of our enzymes, they do contain that bromelain, they do contain that papain and also trypsin. Uh, but each enzyme specifically has a specific key ingredient that it's good, is going to make it unique from all of the other enzymes. Um, and so with our raspberry enzyme that we have here, um, this is actually going to contain that red um, raspberry seed extract that is going to give you that na um, natural azelaic um, exfoliation that is just going to be really beneficial to help with brightening. So uh, this enzyme specifically is going to be great for those clients who um, are hyperpigmented, who maybe have that post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. Um, and then again, this does have that boost of antioxidants as well. Um, so great to treat um, and also even to help to pre-treat 
your clients that are getting ready to start um, that chemical peel process uh, to just help to lighten up any pigmentation that's already present on the skin. And then our final uh, enzyme is going to be our zymase enzyme. Um, this is going to help to, again, uh, remove that keratin buildup. It's going to help to exfoliate. Um, it's also going to have some nice um, antioxidant properties. And then um, a key difference here that we have in this one is going to be that it is going to be firming and toning. So not only are you getting that nice exfoliation, um, but afterwards your client will really uh, notice that they have a nice uh, firmness on the skin. Um, so uh, some key ingredients here, again, that key ingredient that we have in our Siamese enzyme is going to be the L-ascorbic acid. So we have some lemon peel, um, ascorbic acid as well. That's just going to help to uh, brighten, help to firm and tone the skin and also bring some antioxidant properties um, to the skin as well. So why do we use acids on the skin? So our skin is naturally self-healing. Um, and so what we are trying to do um, when we are using acids or chemical peels on the skin is that we are trying to trigger a controlled wound. Um, and what we can do by, um, by doing that is that we start to signal an inflammatory response that can be beneficial. Again, it, it, this is an acute inflammatory response. Um, and this is why anyone who has already uh, chronic inflammation on the skin, that would be a contraindication to using an acid um, because since that skin ha already has that inflammation present, uh, we wouldn't want to make that inflammation any worse. Um, so if, for example, our client uh, did have some inflammation on their skin, we can always start by pre-treating the skin and, again, maybe using um, some of our enzymes, uh, to, like the cocoa enzyme, for example, to pre-treat the skin before we actually get into using our um, acids. Um, and so, again, with that uh, triggered wound response that uh, we're creating, um, that is going to help to uh, not only increase that cell turnover, uh, but then again, we're going to uh, increase that fibroblast activity in the dermis to help with that collagen and elastin in the skin. So talking a little bit about um, the pH of, or the pH scale specifically. So a little bit uh, background on the pH, which uh, a lot of us are uh, familiar with, is that uh, this is an inverse scale. So uh, we see here that uh, to the left side of the scale, uh, anything uh, underneath a seven is going to be acidic. Uh, seven is considered neutral, and then anything higher than seven is going to be alkaline. Um, so with when we talk about the pH scale in regards to an acid, um, the pH is really what's going to determine um, the how aggressive our chemical peel is. So your pH is actually going to have more effect than the actual percentage um, of your acid, uh, because the lower that that pH goes, then that the more aggressive that that acid is actually going to be um, on the skin. And so typically uh, when we talk about the skin in itself, uh, the skin, uh, 
the skin's pH range usually is anywhere between a 4.5 to a 5.5. Um, and we know that with our pH scale, this is a, it's a logarithmic equation. So even just going, if you have um, an acid, so all of the circadia um, chemical peels are going to sit anywhere between a 1.9 to about a 3. Um, and so even if you have an acid that's at a, let's say you have a, you know, your mandelic acid is at a three, and then you move down to a, an acid that has a lower pH of a two, it's not just one step down. It's actually a tenfold. So it's actually 10 times um, the strength. So uh, we can see how the pH of the acid is going to definitely determine the strength of that peel. Um, and so our skin, again, is going to sit at a pH of about a 4.5 to a 5.5, and our blood is actually going to be at a pH of 7. So it's uh, very interesting how in such a small distance um, that pH actually um, increases. And so uh, when we talk about proteins, what are proteins? Proteins are going to be um, chains of amino acids, and these are basically the, the building blocks of the skin. So again, when we're uh, talking about, um, you know, what, what um, a chemical peel is denaturing or an enzyme is digesting, again, these are going to be these proteins. So what are some factors that will affect the actual outcome of our peel? So as I mentioned, um, it, uh, you know, pre-treating our client is very important, and that is going to come with us doing a uh, thorough skin analysis. Um, and so when we have our clients come in, we really want to determine uh, what is the best route to go with our client based on what the skin is presenting. And so like I mentioned, you know, you may have those clients that uh, have already some pre-existing pigmentation or may have some chronic inflammation in the skin. Um, and so we really want to uh, analyze what that client is presenting and we can go about selecting the best method of making that change in the skin. And so again, if we see some of the, that inflammation or pigmentation, we can always pre-treat our client, which is very important, um, pre-treating them and working on reducing inflammation first, or also uh, working on some of that pigmentation, getting them on um, a regimen prior to doing our chemical peels to really get the best results from those acids. Um, and again, the percentage of, of acid is going to be very important. So with, um, we'll uh, later on in the slide get into the different peels that we have and the percentages that we have. Um, but what really is going to make an impact in seeing, um, you know, the, those results or getting that peel is going to be that pH of that acid. Um, because again, the lower that that acid is, um, then we see that um, that it, the acid is going to be a little bit more um, aggressive. And then also, too, with your peels, we definitely do have different um, application methods and um, how we can actually get that peel into the skin. Um, with our gel-based peels, you know, you can apply them with a, or with any of the peels, you can apply them with a brush, a fan brush. You can apply them with a gauze um, or a cotton. Um, and this is just going to enhance that application. Um, also too, with our um, 
alcohol-based, or excuse me, with our gel-based peels, um, we can uh, provide a gentle massage um, while we are having that gel-based peel on the skin. And really, we're not wanting to uh, physically massage or use a lot of pressure, um, but we're just making sure that we are um, spreading that product around um, and also helping maybe with any sensation that that client might be feeling. Um, and then again, the delivery uh, vehicle, um, there are different ways that we can uh, get that acid into the skin. And that can either be um, ethanol, which are alcohol uh forms of peels. Um, and then you also have your gel-based peels, which are going to use a uh, polyethanol glycol base, which are going to have a larger molecular structure. And so these gel-based peels are going to sit more um, at a surface level. And then um, depending on how long they're sitting on the skin, then they have a, almost a slower delivery system of delivering that peel. Uh, versus your alcohol-based peels. These are going to have a more smaller molecular structure and are going to be able to penetrate the skin a lot faster. And then again, uh, really making sure that we are pre-treating the client. Um, again, and that's just based on what they're presenting, getting them, you know, maybe uh, working on some of that inflammation, pigmentation, um, but also um, getting them on maybe some uh, home care products that will help to accelerate those um, results. And then also to uh, how are we taking care of the skin after, which is going to be really important, um, especially when we're talking about our alcohol-based peels. So talking about um, a few different ingredients that we're using in our uh, chemical or in our chemical peels. Um, lactic acid being the first, which we know this is uh, what we refer to in the aesthetics industry as a triple hitter. So lactic acid not only is going to help to exfoliate the skin, it's also going to be uh, very hydrating that's stimulating those glycosaminoglycans. Um, and then it's also going to be um, very brightening. So uh, three really great benefits that we can get with our lactic acid. Um, and then again, uh, this can also be metabolized easily in the body. And then our mandelic acid, our mandelic acid, um, this is going to be a derived from bitter almonds. Um, that uh, Mandel is uh, going to, is the German word for almond. Uh, so with your mandelic acid, this does have a little bit larger of a molecular structure than glycolic does, um, but it is going to be more tolerable. Um, another a really great benefit, not only do, is your mandelic acid a, a tyrosinase inhibitor, but it's also going to uh, be a very strong uh, antibacterial as well. So it's going to be great to uh, not only treat pigmentation, but also going to be great for uh, treating um, your acne clients as well. And then with salicylic acid, um, this is going to be uh, lipophilic. So your salicylic acid is going to be very oil loving. So this is going to be great, a great acid for those clients who are um, more on the oilier side, who we see have maybe um, some more um, comedones, blackheads, and things like that. Uh, so we see that this is going to be great for that um, Oil, oilier client to help uh, with that oil production. 
So with Circadia, we do have two different forms of peels. So we have our gel-based peels and our ethanol-based peels. So with our gel-based peels, um, these are, are what we refer to as our lunchtime peels. Um, these peels are going to be timed, they're going to be neutralized, and they're going to be removed. So the amount of time that these peels are left on the skin um, is going to really determine the activity. And uh, we can; these can be used in combination with uh, some other protocols. They can be incorporated to uh, your facials. Um, these uh, peels are going to not have any delayed peeling, and there is no delayed uh, delayed downtime with these peels. And um, so, as soon as uh, you know your client comes in, this can be a great add-on. Um, you can incorporate it again. You can even incorporate it with like your dermaplaning, um, different, uh, lots of different uh, ways that you can incorporate your gel-based peels. Um, they can go back to their normal skincare routine after. Um, they can even, you know, if they need to, they can wear makeup um, and again, can be used with other forms of exfoliation. Now with either of these peels, whether you choose to use a gel-based peel or ethanol-based peel, um, it's very important that we do not combine any of these peels uh, with any steam. And then with our ethanol or our alcohol-based peels, these are going to be self-neutralizing. Um, so these uh, peels um, are going to be, uh, the activity is going to be determined by the amount of layers. Um, so with your ethanol-based peels for a first-time client, we always recommend starting out with uh, one layer. And then uh, the next time, um, we can always increase up to a maximum of three layers. Uh, with our alcohol-based peels, uh, we do strongly advise that you do follow um, protocol. Um, it's very important, um, you know, that we are following uh, the guidelines with these protocols, and there is post-peel products that are going to be required. So your client um, should expect some uh, delayed peeling and also delayed downtime, uh, you know, making sure that we're avoiding the sun, uh, making sure that uh, that uh, the skin is, is staying clean, because again, this is essentially an open wound um, that we're creating. And so we want to make sure that um, they are keeping the skin clean, and then we will uh, talk about the post-peel um, kit that comes with the alcohol-based peel so that they can um, take care of their skin after the peel. Um, these we never want to do on a first-time client, um, and then again with any uh, treatments that we're doing, but specifically with our um, acids, we definitely want to make sure that we are completing um, our client uh, consent forms, um, and then also to just really going uh, through a thorough uh, client consultation as well. So with our gel-based peels, we do have two different uh, peels. We have our lactic peel, and then we have our alpha beta peel. So our lactic peel is going to come at three different strengths, 30%, uh, 35%, and a 45%. And then our alpha beta is going to be, um, so that's a combination of lactic and salicylic, uh, lactic 30 uh, with 10% salicylic acid, and then a 40% lactic with a 15% uh, lactic, or excuse me, 15% salicylic. Um, and so we uh, definitely, you do not have to carry all three of these peels in back bar. Uh, you know, you can always uh, get the lactic, for example, carrying the lactic 35, 
35. And if you want that lactic 35 to act more like your lactic 30%, um, you can just adjust the time, leave it on for a less amount of time. Or if you would like that peel to work more um, like a lactic 45%, um, then you can always leave that peel for a little bit longer. Um, so there's a few ways that you can definitely play with the, um, with the peels. And then with our ethanol-based peels, we do have some different peels as well. Um, we have our Dermafrost, which is going to be your salicylic acid um, at two different strengths, your 12.5 and also your 25%. Um, and this is going to be, again, really great for that um, really oily client, that acneic client. Um, and then your Jesners is, uh, we have that 14% lactic, true Jesners, 14% lactic, 14% salicylic, and also 14% resorcinol. And uh, this, uh, our Jesners, it does have a low pH. And so that uh, is that peel is only able to treat your Fitzpatrick's one through three. And so what we've done is we've actually taken that Jesners and we've halved it. So now we've taken that Jesners and uh, taken that 7% lactic, 7% salicylic, and 7% resorcinol with an added 9% mandelic. So this is going to be, um, this is one of uh, a fan favorite. Uh, a lot of our um, uh, accounts and uh, clients that use these uh, these products, they absolutely love our mandelic acid or our mandelic, mandelic clear peel. Um, it's one of my favorites as well. Um, and so it's really great to treat um, a lot of different um you know, skin types, a lot of different clientele, um, and uh, you're able to uh, uh, treat Fitzpatrick's one through five with your Mandeli Clear Peel. So these are, again, going to be self-neutralizing. Uh, we do not put any finishing products on afterwards um, because uh, with your uh, alcohol-based peels, if for whatever reason we were able, we were to put our uh, any kind of product containing water, um, we could actually uh, reactivate that peel. So we, we do not put any products on um, and we let that peel neutralize for 12 hours after. So uh, we wanna be mindful again, uh, doing a thorough client consultation, uh, making sure that we are, uh, making sure that our client is not contraindicated for a peel. Um, some of the uh, com complications that we can see is um, excessive itching, uh, so we can always recommend um, some hydrocortisone cream um, on that client. Um, and then also, too, we can see some swelling. Um, if there's any kind of swelling, then we can use um, an ice pack to help reduce that. Um, any erythema, excessive redness, uh, we can use, they can use their products that come with in their uh, post-peel kit, um, specifically their post-peel balm to help with some of that redness. And then for post-inflammatory uh, post hyperpigmentation, um, again, it's very important that we do discuss with our clients the things that they should be avoiding um, after they do get their um, peels done, um, because for whatever reason, if they do um, do some of these things that they should not be doing, um, then it can cause some of these things. For example, post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation, if they are exposed to the heat or sun for long periods of time, um, then that will that will happen. And so some of the products that we can use are going to be like our Chronocalm. Um, the aloe and calendula calming mist is actually one of the things that's, that's not included in the post uh, peel kit, but is definitely a great product that they, if they do have, um, that they can be using incorporation as well. Um, and then also to the bright white serum. 
and then with the alcohol-based peels, with that delayed peeling, we know that that skin can sometimes peel in sheets. And so we want to make sure that we're letting our client know um, not to interfere with that healing process uh, that's happening in the skin uh, because then they can create fissures. And so we don't want them to pull or pick at the skin. Um, but in that case that they do, uh, we could definitely recommend that uh, post-peel balm again. And so uh, with your alcohol-based peels uh, with Circadia, um, we always are going to recommend the post-peel home care kit. Um, and that kit is going to come with their uh, cleanser, the vitamin veil, uh, vitamin C, uh, light and day SPF, and then again, their post-peel balm. So uh, it'll come with this um, specific slide that you're seeing here. It comes in a little kit um, and they will have these exact directions that they will be able to reference um, after they've gotten their peel. Um, they can have this uh, at home to make sure that they're following, uh, properly following those home care instructions. And so um, I just wanna say thank you so much for having us today. Um, we, I would definitely love to um, recommend everyone to sign up for Circadia University. Uh, this is something new that we've launched. This is free to anyone uh, who would like to join. All you have to do is register and create an account. Um, and what this is, is this is kind of like a little a training program that we have uh, that just really shows you, talks about the products, talks about different protocols that we have. And you'll see a lot of familiar faces, Michael, George, Caitlin, Chris. Um, and they just show you how to use our products. They talk about uh, product knowledge, um, ingredients, uh, and then also show you um, in the treatment room how to actually use these uh, products to treat different skin conditions and skin types. Um, so lots of great free information for you guys. So I highly um, suggest uh, for anyone that's interested to make an account um, and join us on there to uh, learn. Thank you so much, Ashley. Of course. Let's come back on screen, the two of us. There we go. Let's go through some questions. So I've learned a lot about peels and enzymes now. Um, and I've learned not to eat them no matter how good they smell. Right. <laughs> Very important because they do smell wonderful. They like, do. A lot of the products have a really great aroma, whether it's chocolate or fruit or red. Right. Berries. Yeah. But Topical use only. We should be eating them. <laughs> um, Okay, so one question is, if a facialist is with a client, there's no obvious inflammation, how would he or she know whether to start with an enzyme or to go with a peel, an acid peel? So that's a great question. So I would definitely recommend, you know, if that client is coming in and it's a first time client um, and there is no visible inflammation, um, Always, we always recommend with Circadia that on a first-time client that we never do a peel. Mm -hmm. So if you, it is a first-time client, we're always going to recommend to go with an enzyme. So that way that we can fully see how their skin is going to react, um, not only to the product, but also to the activity um, that does come from using the enzymes. But if this is a client that, you know, you've already uh, worked on and you're familiar with their skin, then from there, you can always start them off with a gel-based peel and work their way up to an alcohol-based peel. Okay, fantastic. 
And another question was, can circadia products and particularly enzymes and peels be used in conjunction with any facial devices, whether it might be high frequency or microcurrent or ultrasound, anything to lift the skin? Is that a contraindication? That is not. So there are definitely, um, we do have a lot of different protocols. Um, you can incorporate, um, you know, we have protocols that incorporate dermaplaning, microdermabrasion, microcurrent. Um, and so again, if you guys are able to register for Circadia University, um, and even too, um, if you create an account with Circadia, uh, we have a lot of resources or join our Facebook forum. Our Facebook forum is amazing. Um, we have a lot of protocols. Um, and if there are any questions as far as like combining treatments, um, it's going to be on the Facebook forum. But yes, you can definitely incorporate some of these other uh, modalities with your peels. Fantastic. And congratulations on the Circadia University. What a wonderful resource to have all of that education on demand at everyone's fingertips. So uh, for anyone watching, it's there. You can rewatch anything. You can learn about all the different protocols and really a wonderful resource. Uh, thank you so much for your time today, Ashley. Oh, thank you for having us. <laughs> Thanks for watching, everyone. We're going to sign off now.